the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, we're live here at Milberger's at 1604 and Bulverde Road, and the guys are answering a couple questions off the air. So uh, this is your time to call in and get in line, 210-308-8867. The nursery is pleasantly crowded today, meaning that it's not real, real crowded, you know, like it was in the spring. And uh, it's not, but there aren't any long lines of the cashiers. Uh, but there are lots of people, lots of people to help you. All kinds of beautiful, beautiful plants, lots of great color. And uh, I encourage you to come on out and visit with today. We're at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Thanks again to David Rodriguez, who uh, did a presentation here at Millburgers uh, yesterday and uh, was not only well-received, but uh, uh, he had a lot of people there. So uh, uh, he's going to do more. That's coming up. If you go to millburgernursery.com, again, you'll find out about all the sale items, and you'll find out about all the uh, events that we have coming up. Uh, you'll find out about uh, soon you'll find out about the upcoming Top Tomato Contest there's lots of great videos as well, so um, so check out millburgernursery.com for more details. Again, that's millburgernursery.com. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of today's show. I think, uh, I'm trying to remember, Calvin is looking for reports. Oh, we want to know if uh, anybody planted uh, agarita by seed. Still looking for that. Purple Martin reports are appreciated. Um, we got our first uh, Rio Grande Gold report. I'll remind you, too, that we, and they'll probably remind you again, the Rio Grande Gold, uh, the sweet and the hot. There's been new shipments in to the nursery. So uh, you can come on in and get those. Uh, now there's lots of neat things here at the nursery um, as well. And uh, the sweet potato vine was a big topic of conversation. Uh, so uh, I imagine those may be something you'd be interested in, too. Uh, we have those, and those are on sale. So, All right. I, I, need, um, I, think, I think I've stalled long enough and need somebody to help me. All right. Well, he's finishing the question. All right. I'll give the number again, 210-308-8867. That's uh, 210-308-8867, the number to be a part of today's show. Uh, I, hate to, I hate to break this up. Are you ready? We're, we're, we're kind of on the air, and I've, I've stalled as long as I can. 
I did too. I'm surprised you didn't hear me. You didn't hear the panic in my voice. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Oh, here I go. Talk to you, or do I want to talk to those yeah. attractive young ladies? I don't blame you. <laughs> I got a, uh, I got a note from Dennis. Yeah, I would Dennis yesterday. Look what he wrote. Yeah. <laughs> and he said that to you too. Yeah, that made you hotter than the temperature yeah, yesterday. Uh, telling you that's the, your age. The temperature right now. And that was at uh, 5.37 yesterday. Yeah. Is higher than Jerry's age. That's cute. Dennis. That's low. <laughs> Did you want to be on the air with us? It's easy. You'll do great. Okay. <laughs> it's, uh, it was 101 in my backyard at that time. Yeah. It was 100 degrees. That's 103? 100 yeah, I when we drove uh, we drove to make a Costco trip. You did too. Yeah, uh, it was 104 according to the car. Whoa. Yeah, but that may be Those cars. It was a hundred, literally a hundred in the shade when we parked in the garage <laughs> under the thing. But, yeah, it was hot. So I think I think today's a little milder. I thought it was supposed to be hotter. Oh, is today supposed to be hotter? I'll check the weather. Well, originally it was. And I hope Mark Peterson is listening because uh, I want to get his opinion of this book. If you have a tree question, you can call me now because I have picked up the 1963 guide from the Texas Forest Service called Forest Trees of Texas. How to know them? Get to know them. Oh. They're your buddies. <laughs> it was by, uh, so Mark, if you want to, uh, this is kind of neat. I'll tell you how to get it if you want to get it. Apparently, in 1963, no one had first names. Is that right? This is, uh, that's all I can gather from this. The authors were W.R. Mattoon. And C.B. Webster. Hmm. Yeah, this is before they could have, or maybe they couldn't afford first names. That probably could. That's probably. After they paid for the publication. <laughs> That's right. After they paid for the it book. Is, it, that's a state organization, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. <laughs> so they made them, they couldn't print the uh, first names on the book. Just your, your C.B., your M.T. You ready? Okay, done. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, so if you have any questions about trees, you can call me, and I can see if 1963 they were aware of them. <laughs> I uh, and it's cool. It tells me all the parts of the tree, like the trunk. That's good. <laughs> the crown, the roots, the taproot, heartwood, sapwood. You know what sapwood does? It carries sap from the roots to the leaves. Get out of here! Uh huh. That's amazing. <laughs> the cambium, the inner bark. It carry. It prepares food from the leaves to the cambium layer. Who knew? <laughs> Anybody that has, took botany knows. That, uh, okay, well, now I know. You'd so. be surprised uh, the, what they're teaching these children, these kids. These days. Oh, okay. Uh, any high school kid that's, I don't know, do they teach botany? They, bio, they teach biology. I don't know if they teach botany or not. Oh. Uh, yesterday we were getting a lot of calls on the tomato contest. Yeah, do we have any info on it yet? Oh, but oh, you're. This is on how to compete. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, it's under uh, vegetable preparation guide for showing and display. Now I hate to say it, I couldn't find it on my own site. That's why I had the search engine. Mm. Thank goodness for the search engine. Yeah. 
So if you do a search for, I think I did a search for uh, top tomato contest, and it it came up. This came up. We were talking yesterday about uh, cherry tomatoes. You remember somebody called in and wanted to know mm-hmm. about cherry tomatoes. There's twenty. They need twenty fruits. Twenty fruits, stems or calyx may be left on, but must be green and fresh. That keeps people like. Oh, this is the step. going out to grow, get to the grocery. Yeah. Uh, but must be green and fresh. Stems are often removed. Uniformity in size, color, shape, and maturity are important. Fruits must be free of cracks and damage, and and insects. And that's tomato cherry. Yeah. Then tomato pear, or twelve fruits. Pear tomatoes of Italian tomatoes are prepared and shown in a similar manner to cherry tomatoes, but they only require twelve fruits, whereas the cherry requires twenty. Oh. Because uh, uh, generally pears are a little bit larger. Yeah. Like Was the Roma a pear? I'm thinking it is. Yeah, I think we discussed it as a pear, yeah. but I'm not sure. And but I can tell you about the bark of a tree if you call us now at 210-308-8867. I can't tell you whether the Roma is a pear tomato, but I can tell you all about the bark of a tree oh. if you need me to at 210 210- Three oh eight. They can't enter that. Eighty eight sixty seven. Nobody's calling. You notice that, huh? And then for large red tomatoes, six marketable fruits. Fruits may be either <laughs> fruits may be either green or red. Oh, that's right. But they have to all be green or all be red. I think. There you no? go. Okay. Yeah. And all the same size. And. Uh, if the stem's pretty, you can leave the stem on it. All stems are to be cut the same length. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, everything has to be uniform, just like it is in the grocery. Okay. You know, you that's think, a good way to think of it. You think you think about uh, fruit displays at the grocery. They don't have some with stems and some without stems uh, in the same variety, and. Uh, they're all clean, blemish-free, and so uh, it's very similar to uh, what you have to do to prepare for a, a vegetable that show. Uh, all, all fruits must be uniform in every way, Melton. Okay. Firm, crack-free, smooth fruit are desirable. If calyx is left intact, it must be fresh and green. That's a stem, right? Yeah. Stem. Okay. The green calyx adds to the fruit's appearance only if it is fresh. So um, a lot of people, you know, they come up on a week before and uh, everything is perfect on the tomato, but it's week before the, before the uh, uh, show. So what you do in that case is that you cut them off just like you were going to display them that day and put them in the refrigerator. Okay. And that'll that'll hold it for probably at, at least st- a week. Will the stem hold up? 
Yeah. You sure? Okay. Stess them a whole lot. But okay. Did, what did you say? Well, because the stem well, right has to be right before that. Are well, you Are you sure? Yes. Uh, <laughs> have you had a stroke, man? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still I'm still reeling from uh, Franklin's comment of uh, Milton was right. Uh. <laughs> so, all right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free. Eight six six three zero eight eighty eight. 67, the number to call to be a part of today's show. Uh, oh, still have more, some more Gold Star Esperanza. You know how I know? Because uh, it's all on bloom over there. Is that it? Or that yeah, could be. That's some, it. Sometimes we've looked over there and Theralis is, is bright yellow, too. So <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I, I was waiting to try. Trace came around. Oh, okay. Because I was walking in. And they had some Esperanza for sale. Uh huh. From a different company. Oh, okay. A real, a real pretty tag on there, and it didn't say Gold Star. Okay. But it was Gold Star. Oh, okay. And how did I know? Because it was blooming. There you go. Okay, man, you're sharp. <laughs> how long did you study just to know that? <laughs> they called it uh, Solar Bloom or something like that. So, oh, okay. Huh. Uh, they didn't. They didn't want to use <laughs> the Gold Star name, but now they could. Uh, everybody can use it because it never was patented oh. or trademarked. So, but I imagine what they did. <laughs> they didn't really know if they had Gold Star. Oh, now. maybe. But what? every plant there, they were in. Uh, Is that ga- the same one gallons? No. Oh, okay. They're bigger. Yeah. Okay. They were in uh, three gallon, I think, but uh, solid bloom, which only Gold Star can do that. All right. So that's good that there's another source. Yeah, that is good. <laughs> uh, I wonder if Trace had a little conversation with him. Uh, I don't know. Don't don't, don't, uh, don't want to know. Don't be sending stuff up it's here. It's not my none of my business. <laughs> not blooming. Um, the uh, I was going to ask you too. Oh, oh, the sweet potato vine. Yeah. Can that do shade, or is that full sun? Uh, if we've got it, I was going to try, almost going to try to use it as a ground cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think, well, I've seen it in full sun. I know it, and regular sweet potatoes yeah. grow in full sun. We used it as a hanging basket. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. That was kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, did you ever take cuttings and root them? No. <laughs> well, we got a write-up by somebody named, uh, uh, what is it, Milton, Milton. Milton no, I don't uh, think you got to find it, though. <laughs> even if it's mysterious, even if you s- use the search engine, you still may not find it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, I, uh, but one night when you least expect it, <laughs> there it'll be. I, I was very surprised and uh, flustered. By the caller we had yesterday. That was Franklin. That that couldn't root him. Yeah, I think he was flustered, too. And uh, he was trying to think of, he was wanting to buy one that had already sprouted, already had foliage on it. And then, <laughs> I don't know, then uh, he thought it would be ahead of the game uh, if he did that. But by, of course, we're all, all we, we don't have edible or 
the sweet potatoes are roots. They're roots. Right. And so uh, they the, won't hurt you. Huh? You say they're not edi- edible. You, you well, can eat the ornamental. They won't hurt you. Yeah, no, they won't hurt you. They're sweet potatoes. But uh, they're not uh, high quality and have high sugars that uh, uh, these uh, these uh, hybrids have that are selling now. And of course, that's uh, that's one of the wor- uh, world the answers to world uh, uh, lack of food is uh, sw- uh, sweet potatoes. Oh yeah, high there. Just like yeah. you mentioned, they're actually really nutrition. really nutritious. Yeah. yeah. Jerry doesn't like them, I'm sure. Especially, especially if you put butter and sugar and uh, brown sugar. Actually, if you cook them right, you don't need to sweeten them with anything. <laughs> no, you don't. I, don't I'm, I, I agree with you. Yeah. They're uh, wonderful. No, they are. You, you, if, you, if folks haven't tried them, or you can call us with your favorite sweet potato recipes. But I discovered if, you like, if you're grilling like brisket or something or cooking a turkey or a chicken in um, on my little Weber grill, uh, if I throw some sweet potatoes in there early and let them, I mean, slow cook for hours, they come and they are they are like scary sweet. They are so good. They just fall apart. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry you don't believe me, but it's true. <laughs> and actually, I think that sweet potatoes. This is what I heard on the internet, Uh-oh. so it must be true that sweet potatoes are good uh, as a. Uh, um, low glycemic uh, index food, except the longer you cook them, the less, the more sugars come out. Oh, is that right? That's what they said. I don't That's understand how that works. But, well, uh, but they have those sugars in them anyway. <laughs> and into the, do the uh, sugars get transpar- they're transferred uh, from car- carbohydrates to sugar? A lot okay. of, a lot of they're made? They're different, uh, different makeup of carbohydrates than potatoes. Okay. Yeah. 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 So. yeah, yeah. It's healthier. We, healthier. We, we diabetic diabetic people can eat sweet potatoes, but shouldn't eat uh, uh, yeah, Irish potatoes. Right. But that they were so anyway. It was just interesting. No. Yeah. I hate to tell you this. Don't listen. But you're wrong. <laughs> you, you do. You do not have to heat them. You do not have to cover them in butter and sugar. But that doesn't mean it doesn't they don't do, taste No, good. they taste good with butter and sugar. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and you're using brown sugar, right? Yeah. So you said, okay. Yeah, that's the recipe. Do you know how many recipes that are on plantanswers.com for sweet potatoes? Mm-mm. Hundreds. Is that right? Really? I'm going to go look. Yeah, because... What, what, what kind of... <laughs> <laughs> what, what kind of variation? I mean, what, what the uh, the uh, you know the the great breeder of uh, sweet potatoes was uh, Booker T. Washington mm-hmm. uh, out of uh, was he a Tuskegee? I thought I so. Know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we've got his old books that where he d- uh, gave has recipes for sweet potatoes. And uh, peanuts, yeah, the big peanut guy. And what's the other thing? But anyway, did, did we have one of his inventions today on crackers? Maybe so. The peanut butter, yeah, yeah probably so. Yeah. And uh, he, he, he they pu- uh, he published all a bunch of recipes, and we got the the original recipe. Sweet book. potato pecan pie. There you go. That sounds good. <laughs> 
That ought to, that ought to take care of Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Both of those two are potent. Yeah. Sweet potato butter? Yeah. So you just kind of. I imagine you can make sweet potato wine, too. Ooh. Now I, don't, I don't know about that. I, I don't think that's on your. I'll, I'll look that up, too. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, sweet potato is a good. Uh, good food and rel- yeah. relatively easy. Uh, to grow, well, that's yes. yeah. That's what I was talking about. Not, not at all demanding compared to other plants. The only thing that that uh, they're mostly grown in East Texas. Uh, the sweet potato grown in Texas, and uh, there's East Texas, and the the main problem or uh, the main drawback with a commercial production of sweet potatoes is the sweet potato weevil. And it's a weevil that gets in there, gets gets in there after the vine starts growing, and lays eggs on the root, and it turns into a little sweet potato colony down there. And then when you cu- when you cut it open, you see the you see the little maggots, so to speak, oh. in the sweet potato. Trace, I hate to do this, but we are. I know. Hang on. Well, just just hang here for a second. <laughs> And uh, we'll take a quick break and come right. You okay? Just give me five minutes, and then you, you come did back. that on purpose. No, I was waiting. You were so interesting in, in sweet potatoes. All right, more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer Is that a Mother's Day? That's yeah, sure. Lazy? Mama, she's lazy. Oh. Which is similar to Mama, she's crazy, but it's a little different. Mama, he's crazy. Crazy over me. And the lyrics are Mama, she's lazy. Lazier than me. But 210-308-8867. Calvin was talking, so he doesn't know about my great book find. Did I tell you? From 1963... Forest trees of Texas, how to know them, get to know them. Well, I mean, are you saying that that is better than Paul Cox and Patty Liz? No, I know. Paul? I was wondering if Do that's they have a, pictures. Uh, no. Oh. It's maybe that's where Paul maybe got maybe Paul got the idea to do pictures. No, I'd love to have Paul's book. Um, really? a fr- a fr- I don't think I have Paul's book. The friendly, a friendly guy, Texas trees, yeah. a friendly guy. Uh huh. But this is from the Texas Forest Service from 1963. Maybe Mark knows these people. <laughs> when, was, when did Mark get here? No. W.R. Mark's younger than we are. Okay. W.R. Mattoon and C.B. Webster. Apparently, they couldn't afford to print their full first name, so they just went with the uh, the initials. But anyway, yeah. Well, some, some publishers do that, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you can also, you know, just if you, you you tell me the tree you want to know, and I'll tell you about it. And he read me. Uh, I read you China Berry on behalf Johnson, of Johnson City Johnson Joe. Joe. Oh, okay. China Berry. And there's a sentence in there that says, they're all over Texas now. They're originated in, in what, China or where? Uh, Asia. It said Asia. Asia. Well, but there's less of them uh, now than there were uh, yeah. February of uh, tw- twenty. I want. This sounds exciting. 
We never talk about slash pine. Yeah, that's right. That's East Texas. Though. Yeah, that's right. Like that's there, next to the Loblollies. And let's see. Oh, let's talk to Marty at 210-308-8867. Hey, Marty, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? All right. How are you guys doing? Good, man. What's going on? Yeah, you piqued my interest with a sweet potato. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I believe they, they, I mentioned, I heard one time, I went to the a Folk Life Festival one time, and I got me a, a sample of a sweet potato pie. Mm. And they had the sweet potato vine and everything. And supposedly the the sweet potato capital of Texas is in Gilmer, Texas. Gilmer? Gilmer. Wow, that's a bad sign because I don't know where Gilmer no, is. <laughs> where is Gilmer? Texas is a big I, state. I, I, think, I believe it's close to Houston, I believe. I'm not too sure. All right, I'm going to look that but up. That, yeah, that, that was their claim to fame. So Gilmer, Texas is the sweet potato capital of Texas. Yeah, that'd be that'd be good to name your town after that, because there's yeah. so few sweet potatoes grown in Texas now. Right. Mainly because of weevil. It's mobile. Oh wow, G I L M E R. Yeah. Right. All right. I'm sure the ca- uh, sweet potato capital was moved in Texas because <laughs> they used to grow. They used to grow more. Let's see. Okay, Gilmer is uh, the county seat. Of Upshur County, Texas. Y'all know where that is, of course. Of course. What is it? Do you? (laughs) No. Oh, okay. It's best known for being the home of the East Texas Yamboree. There There you go. go. Uh, Birthplace of popular musical singers like Don Henley of the Eagles and Johnny Mathis. And Freddie King. We'll have to do a tribute to to Gilmer someday. (laughs) Play music from the Eagles, Freddie King. uh, But it still doesn't quite tell me where it is. Okay, I'm gonna look uh, look on the big <laughs> Google map here. Okay, all right. Hey, let me let me tell you, uh, sweet potatoes. They have them at, at Luby's with some marshmallows. If you don't like just regular sweet potatoes, try with some with some marshmallows, and they're they're great. Wow, that's even sweeter though. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you uh, should you of, shouldn't use one marshmallows because it it would make the sweet potatoes sweeter. Right. Is that is that is that the same uh, thing? Same thing they recommend for yams. I I don't know. They just said sweet potato. And I know yams is different from sweet potatoes. No, it's not. It's not. No. Well, it depends on what your definition is. There. <laughs> we right, went there through, we went through this. I think we spent three months. <laughs> uh. <laughs> right. And it turns I out I remember it, uh, that debate. Every everybody's got a. <laughs> a different uh, definition, and it turns out right. that they're they're basically right. the same. Yeah. I think so one look, last thing. I, I, and uh, and, and it looks it. like Gilmer is uh, northeast of Tyler, if that helps. Oh, oh my uh, goodness. Okay. It's, a, it's, yeah. it's a quite a ride a ride from Houston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Okay. Okay, I'm bad. <laughs> You're okay. What, what, what I think, um, I was listening to this one uh, uh, radio program also, and uh, they said the people in uh, Japan, that they, one person, met, they said, well, he was 104 years old. And they, he asked him, what do you um, attribute to your longevity to? He says, I eat a purple sweet potato every day. Huh. He says, it has to be purple. But he said, that's the one that, that has kept me alive this long. He said, that's all. Yeah. I, I don't eat anything other than the sweet potato. 
And he said that because of the fiber and everything, he said the sweet potato has something different than the regular traditional uh, yeah. sweet potato. That's the only meal but he eats all day? That's all he eats. Man. Yeah. yeah. Now, how, how, how was his mind? Uh, has his mind deteriorated at <laughs> 104? He said he's still sharp. Well, yeah. I, you know what? He's still... He's still around, so he must be doing something good. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've told this story. So are you going to try the sweet potato yeah. diet, Marty? Try that and yes. get back with us hey, about 100 uh, yeah. years. Marty, yeah, I don't know do if you heard this story. I've, t- I've told it on the radio a few times. But, right. Uh, okay. I went bird watching in uh, New Guinea, and uh, uh-huh. I was uh, in this swampy area down there, and that they were growing sweet potatoes what they had they right. channeled made channels for the water mm-hmm. and then they right. stacked up the soil so that it was above the water level and then they planted them on top they had to walk through the water to get to oh the sweet, potatoes, see, huh? sweet potatoes but it was just oh amazing how uh, versatile they were and uh oh, yeah. tolerant they were did yeah. you actually see what? them growing uh, yeah yeah. Oh, did they have wow. the long vines on them? And oh, yeah. Well, no, they weren't. They weren't far along. Uh, they had. Uh, oh, they just sprouted. Yeah. Or just taken root. Yeah. But well, it was uh, the, really a, and, it, and they did it all by hand with shovels. Oh yeah. And so, was it the purple one or was it the traditional one that we? See you know, I don't. I don't uh, remember whether it was what, what okay. selection it was. I, did, I, I probably would not have recognized the differences back then. <laughs> Okay. Well, it's very it's very fascinating to, to listen to that. Now, I, know I might recognize the difference between Irish potatoes, but no. I don't. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not I'm not an expert on sweet potatoes. Yeah, I, I, but I do like Irish. They're very good. But, you know. Oh yeah, very good. Okay, you guys are good. always good talking to you guys, and y'all take care. Yeah, well, you. I'm gonna get some purple sweet potatoes on the way home. <laughs> there you go. That sounds good. All right, sounds good. They're weird looking. Sweet potato pies. Taste. Oh, it's kind of that kind of tastes uh, like pumpkin pie or uh, okay, pecan pie. Yeah, right. Kind of a cross between yeah. the two. They got 140 yeah. calories, 27 carbs, <laughs> four grams of fiber. That's some good fiber. 140 ca- yeah. calories for a piece is all. No, per potato, per oh. cup. Per oh, cup. per a cup. Per cup, yeah. Four percent of your iron, two percent of your calcium, thirteen percent of your potassium. Wow. Hey, you, you know where sweet sweet uh, sweet potatoes come from? Forty percent of your vitamin C. No. Where? Where they originated from? I'll let you tell me. I don't want to guess. Incas. Yeah. Oh, really? Americas. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Jimmy Durante was from the Incas. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> just, just Inca Dinka do. Yeah. Dinka 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 do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Very cool. Always, Th- thank you, Incas. All right. Okay, okay. I, I do. Okay, do. Uh. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, thanks, Marty. You take care. Okay, okay. Bye, Bye-bye. Marty. Bye-bye. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Have you noticed how Marty's come out since we first started talking to him? Yeah, he's gotten much more animated, which is great. Uh, no, we yeah. love that. So is it, <laughs> was it one of the peppers we recommended, or what is there? Marty is a Rio Grande gold. If you hadn't had that, Marty was going to come here and find you if we hadn't put those on there. But, Marty, you got to save seeds this year. I don't think Jerry's refrigerator has any more seeds of but Rio Grande that, gold. That's a good point because we want to re- remind everybody that there are 
uh, yeah. Rio Grande Gold and, peppers here. And hot Rio Grande Gold. Both sweet and hot. Yeah. Huh? I, I, I looked at them when I was coming in. What else is there in terms there's of peppers? A, there's the hot uh, La Joe's. Oh, yeah. The largest jalapeno on earth. Yeah. Uh, they're out there, and they look good. I mean, the plants look good. Yeah. We thought that they had sold out of Rio Grande Gold hot. Yeah. But uh, they delivered some first of the last week, and uh, I was looking at them. I, I imagine what they did was when they seed the, the grower, when they seed a flat that's going to grow the seedlings, uh, they pulled the best-looking pl- best plants out of there first. And a lot of times they just discard the flat, but if it's a rare plant, thing like those peppers they'll let them re-sprout again and then they'll pull the second time that's where that's where those hots must have come from real grande gold hot because they never have been on the market but uh they they, they're nice looking plants all right so they're here if you want them won't be here long i don't think i saw some uh serranos out there too uh you know we for years, uh, we were getting Ben Villon's uh, Serrano's, uh, uh, Tam Mile Serrano, but uh, they, we, we bought out all the available seed, and when I was gone, they had to switch to another one, which is probably a commercial one, which has probably got the genetics of uh, Ben's uh, Tam Mile Serrano in it. Hey, we're going to take a quick break while we get a chance before Trace walks up. So when he walks up next time, it'll wait, be okay. Wait till he's coming. Wait, oh, okay. All right, 210-308-8867. <laughs> Back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Burgers Gardening South Texas, right here on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We're broadcasting live from Millburgers. Trace is with us. Real quick, before we do anything else, I'll tell you uh, real quick about uh, deck and patio care. A patio and deck your mother would be proud, your mother-in-law would be proud of. Uh Uh-oh. Mother and mother-in-law would be proud of. It really can look new again, so if it's out there and you're ashamed to bring your mama or your mother-in-law out there on the deck, need to call Barry Hagendorf at 210-822-9147. 210-822-9147. Barry really can make it look new again, and he can show you at deckandpatiocare.com. Deckandpatiocare.com. Barry's been doing this since 1986 and knows what he's doing and does a great job. You'll Go see the pictures at deckandpatiocare.com or give him a call at 210-822-9147. Trace is on the porch with us. Welcome, Trace. Hello, Uh-oh, i got to turn you up. That would help. Now, now you can say it. That's how you tune me out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was I on the show? Nobody said they heard me. I don't know, Trace. We heard you just fine. Um, yeah, so uh, it's a nice day here. Nice and colorful. Great Mother's Day. Lots of mothers here shopping. Yeah. It was busy yesterday, too. Uh, lots of Mother's Day. They, the guys were kind of 
saying that it was like everybody's coming here to get their last minute Mother's Day stuff. Well, today's really the last day. <laughs> Today is the last yeah. day. Well, there's no wrong time to ever get your mother something. Oh, oh he's go. so good. Isn't he's he? sweet. He's, he's been just... off. He's been off to charm school. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, what you what would you like to talk about? You want to talk about what we got? Anything new and exciting? Sweet pota- We've been talking about the sweet potato vine for a while. Yeah. Um, a lot of interesting. Plumbagos and beautiful, beautiful oh, bloom. Oh, yeah. Yep. And you got in. Oh, and the blue plumbago, yeah. yeah. Well, it's blue flower time because you've got Miss Flower, too, over there doing a wonderful job. Yeah. Um, for a few those folks that are interested in the monarch butterflies, along with uh, the milkweed, and, of course, lots of salvias and lantanas and uh, lots of blooming plants. Yeah, I was uh, excited to see that uh, you brought in some uh, new uh, esperanzas in, from a n- different source. Found is a better a different, answer. different name. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they call it Sun Glory or something like that. But uh, there's a lot of different varieties out there. So uh, yeah, but that that one is uh, gold star. I mean, it's. So I, I like this orange one over here. <laughs> yeah, where is that one? Uh, right there on the end cap. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty. It is right there. Okay, I see it. Well, don't give me that look. I t- we talked about it yesterday, Milton. I said uh, the ma- the mother oh, of that thought, is Gold Star. Oh, I thought you were talking about near the Gold Star. I didn't mm. even see that one. Yeah. But, but any- yeah, that, anyway. What, what is that? Is that a... Well, there's two sizes over there. Yeah, there's I was a three-gallon and a and a 12-inch pot, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the neat thing about the new one that you brought in, it is Gold Star. And you can tell it's Gold Star by... Uh, it blooms, uh, it's a solid bloom, and uh, that's an indication. Now, gold, the name Gold Star is not patented, or, or, or so they can, people can call it anything. So uh, we, you know, we we used to say look for that name Gold Star, but now we say uh, uh, don't buy unless it's got a lot, lot of blooms on it, and th- those have. In pretty pots, too. Nice big pots. Well, then they're putting, again, that's uh, gold star over there. I mean, Esperanza, isn't it? The yellow they're putting up there now? That's what it looks like. Yeah. They look good. Well, that's interesting. So is that a little smaller pot? Or are those the one gallon? Those are one gallon. Okay. Perfect. All right. Milton can tell that gold star from here. I can, because they're full of blooms. (laughs) Um, that has, doesn't I, have anything to do gotta, with the fact. I got to run because they're not doing what I told them to do. Okay. <laughs> we didn't even take a break and you're leaving us. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Calvin, you want to talk about any of the questions that you got during whenever they were beating you up? <laughs> well, we got um, Jerry's uh, Oh. Aphids on uh, what, what is the uh, hibiscus type plant, Jerry, that uh, uh, grows uh, relatively tall? Uh, you, you like the, the purple one, the blue, the, the blue one, blue blooming one. Uh, purple one. Blue uh, hibiscus the related Althea? plant. The yeah, Althea, blue, blue yeah. Angel. Yeah, is that yeah. right? Yeah, Althea. 
Okay. And she she had them. She liked them. I liked them too. But the uh, she uh, had aphids. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah they 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 like everything that had uh, fresh new growth at this time of the year. Yeah. But I, I guarantee you those aphids are going to decline after this hot weather. That's in, and that's what I mentioned, too. The, you can go ahead and uh, spray some soapy water if you want or spin a sad. But uh, um, most of the plants that we recommend uh, will grow right through it. Oh, yeah. And uh, won't, won't affect, generally won't affect their, their bloom. Yeah, uh, well, especially with Althea. Althea. And they had one problem on their tree. They really weren't liking. They no? were liking. It's a joke. I know. Uh, I, I refrain <laughs> from laughing. Oh, man, I always <laughs> laugh at yours. <laughs> but I had to throw my ball moss uh, oh, okay. in there. Yeah, yeah. do they have liking? Yeah, you there? guys, I want to thank you for your help. Uh, <laughs> I, I tried ball, to help after the he... ball moss and the. Uh, so they had liking, liking up and down their trees? Well, but it, yeah, was, a, one side. But it was a typical ball moss lichen uh, situation because they had. They, they're, they're good gardeners and they, they recognize that their, their live oaks were showing some symptoms and some stress. And they recognized that probably the cold, that cold weather probably had an impact on there. Um, but then they, they also had identified the lichen and the ball moss. Is, is that related to it? But, of course, it's, it's not. That's kind of a secondary uh, situation. And so that's why there's a lot of, a lot of discussion that's yeah. possible there on <laughs> Yeah, but the, the you know the easiest answer always is just, that's why we tease about the ball moss is yeah just blame everything on the ball moss. There you go. But, but <laughs> I'm glad that Jerry didn't persist yeah. in that. He, <laughs> that fe- that fellow uh, has a ranch. Yeah. Uh, and I bet that that he got uh, oak wilt on it oh. because a lot of trees had died. And they're loaded with ball moss. And, mm. and, oh. uh, and they, did you see how close they're all yeah. packed in there, too? Yeah. So competition is, was one of the factors there, too. Even even live oak trees, as uh, tolerant as they are of uh, being close together, the, the need, you right. need some room to grow. Alan is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey, Alan, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hey, good afternoon. I'm doing just fine. Got the air conditioner on high. You're a smart um, man. Yeah. You were talking just a minute ago about yams, and uh, you said that yams have 4% of potassium, and uh, they didn't list anything else. But oh, the government what? does such a bad job. Um, that, that the government, I guess they require companies to put vitamin D, calcium, iron, and potassium on the nutrition label. But orange vegetables, carrots, uh, pumpkins, yams, sweet potatoes have lots of vitamin A. Oh, yeah, at, that's at the beta carotene, yeah, is that at, right? At, at least 100% of your daily requirement of vitamin A from, from orange vegetables. And that's not on the nutrition label. I don't know why they put stuff that it doesn't have, and they leave off stuff that it does have. <laughs> but I just wanted your I wanted your listeners to know. 
Well, thank you. So how do you prepare your sweet potatoes? Uh, I uh, boil them. You boil them and just eat them? Do you, do, you, do you do Jerry's method where you're using lots and lots like a tub of butter and a well, box of brown sugar? Uh, well, I'm afraid to ask what Jerry's method is. Um, <laughs> well, I'm, I still have to do some exploration because I, it amazes me that there's hundreds of uh, sweet potato recipes because they're, they're so sweet and they're so simple to use. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I use a little butter. Okay. Because, yeah, I agree. I think they're they're sweet enough as they are. Yeah. And Alan agrees with me. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. He just said he's using butter, too. Well, there's nothing wrong with butter. Do you put the sugar on before or after the butter, Alan? I don't put sugar. (laughs) Thank you, Alan. What? Have you ever grilled yours in the the barbecue? No, I haven't. Try that. I'm telling you, wrap it in foil. Yeah. Okay, I promise you. Do, you. do you ever do any grilling? Are you are you doing any Mother's Day grilling? No. Okay. Um, I, I, I grill ribs. Okay, yeah. well, just take one sweet potato, wrap it in foil, throw it in there with the ribs, because you slow cook those, don't you? Uh, um, no, I don't smoke them. <laughs> oh, okay. So you uh, didn't think you'd get hung up on this, did I'm you? I'm sorry. We're talking about I, food. I, I, I don't smoke them either because they were so hard to light. <laughs> I know. They are hard to light. Thank you, Alan. <laughs> Bye, Alan. Okay, Thanks for the day. info. All right. Bert is on the line at 210-308-8867. Bert, we've struck a chord here. You've got a sweet potato question. Yes. Um, what I heard you guys talking about... Um, I guess sweet potatoes is the topic of the day. Apparently. <laughs> That's okay. Which one, um, I know because I come up, I grew up in southeast Louisiana. There you they go. Grow, yeah. And they grow very well there. And I would just like to know, is there any one variety for here in San Antonio that can handle the heat and stuff like that? Yeah, any of them can handle the heat, any variety. The original sweet potato uh, was named uh, Puerto Rican, and it's a long. Really? It's a long. It's a was a long sweet potato. Through breeding, they've increased the sugars in them, uh, and uh, and they they the last uh, named sweet potato that I remember. Uh, was Jewel one called Jewel? It was it was uh, tear teardropped shaped and beautiful beautiful potato. But uh, I, I imagine they have some advanced, uh, you know, uh, Mississippi, uh, Mississippi, and uh, I guess Alabama and definitely uh, Louisiana have a sweet potato breeding program. And uh, my uh, ex, <laughs> my ex uh, major professor at Mississippi State, was uh, head of that uh, Southern Region Sweet Potato Breeding Program. And okay. at, when, when I was going to get, when I was getting my master's at Mississippi State, uh, I was uh, to make a little extra money. I was the sweet potato breeder. Uh, they grow them in a greenhouse, mm. and they bloom 
the sweet potato bloom in the greenhouse, and that's where they will pollinate. Okay. I, w- I would go around pollinating with s- certain crosses. And, oh, uh, I understand. The, yeah, you had a you got you got you got paid for what you had to do, and that was it. That's the, that was uh, it. So you're recommending Jewel if you can find it, and well, who knows? I'm recommending anything to oh, the grocery. Okay. Well, so. I, okay. Well, all right. I I just want to say Jewel. That is a variety that will do well, well they, here in San Antonio. Correct. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, they did. Uh-huh. A, they had an they had an issue. Uh, this was a few years ago when we we were talking about this sweet potato issue uh, a while <laughs> back. They were they they're easy to to breed and manipulate, and so in Africa they were making them easier and easier to grow. The yeah. problem is they eliminated the, some of the nutritional value, and, oh. yeah. and so they they ended up planting the planting. Uh, sweet potatoes that did not meet the needs oh, of people, the yeah. people, and they that well. that were not nearly as nutritious as the old varieties were. So hmm. there, there was a major. And the only and, and I'll say this before I get off there: like and uh, butter and marshmallows and sugar. Yes, with sweet potatoes. Oh, you sure. got one building. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, he is from southeast Louisiana. He knows what he's talking about. Absolutely. Okay, but I still say you're okay without it. Uh, <laughs> All right. Thanks, Bert. Bye. I'm, I'm getting hungry. I want some sweet potatoes. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to stop at the store and get some <laughs> on the way home. Those French fries, sweet potato French fries. Are yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but, when, but, way back when, when I was on, when I was doing more of the dieting, you could cut them up, put them in a little olive oil, and then you just made your own sweet potato chips. Is that how you got so thin? Yeah, and then I stopped doing it. No. You may have noticed that. <laughs> Did, uh, 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 I don't think you can overcook a sweet potato, like p- putting it in the fireplace. Yeah, you know? you, apparently you can't because, I mean, because yes. I was cooking that chicken. It must have been three hours or so or something like that. Oh, yeah. And I took that, that sweet potato was in before I started and when I finished. So it mm. got... As yeah. long as it was in foil, it seemed to be. Yeah, it's got a t- got a tough skin too. Yeah, but it just gets stringier and stringier and goopier and uh, <laughs> so good. Yeah, the uh, the reason it got it, these new hybrids like you get at the grocery store, yeah, probably are not stringy. Oh, uh, that used to be a problem with them. Oh, the stringy. I don't mind. But that uh, that one I mentioned and will not. I'm going to get some sweet potato chips at the store. Yeah, I'm going to make some. I'll bring some in. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break and get you caught up with the news. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers coming up. <coughs> Excuse me. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery. 1604 on Boulevardy Road right here. On 9.30 a.m., this is, of course, The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And, yeah, I'm convinced. I'm running 
over to the store afterwards and getting sweet potatoes. And Sally has a sweet potato comment, too. What's going on, Sally? Thanks for calling. Yes, How can we I, help you today? I, I wanted to get Jerry's opinion, uh, Mr. Par- Dr. Parsons' opinion. I have read that there's really no yams in North America. I mean, at least not for sale or common. That is correct. That most of them come from Africa. That's right. And they is that correct? Okay, I, I, I've had some arguments with people. They call sweet potatoes yams, but they're not really yams. They're sweet potatoes, right? That's right, right. Well, uh, I thought okay. you just argued, Jerry, that they were both the same. Yeah, something I don't even. Yes. Know. Did you argue I've that? I've heard that too, and I wanted to set matters straight. So. <laughs> but I okay. The 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 word yam comes from, like you say, for they're from Africa. And uh, the slave uh, are the imp- uh, what are they? the uh, the when they brought the slaves over from Africa, uh, they they saw sweet potatoes, and they called them yammies. Oh, okay. Y-M-I. And uh, uh. sweet potato was such a <laughs> common name or common sounding name. Uh, a marketing <laughs> pro, uh, deal successfully, company successfully uh, decided to give them the name Yams for sweet potatoes. So a I yam, do. a yam is a sweet potato, but the original genus and species of yams are, like you say, uh, they're African native. African. Okay. Well, but way, be, but be careful w- because there, there's a general, a general <laughs> acceptance that they're both the same. Yes, exactly. And by the way, they grow very well. We we're between uh, Bear County and Poteet Pleasanton area. Oh very yeah. Sandy. Oh, mm-hmm. they grow wonderful here. We get really nice ones in our garden. Yeah. Really. What kind? Of, what selection do you use? I use whatever I can find at the grocery store. It doesn't matter. <laughs> are they are they tear shaped? Yes, they are. Well, they uh, are that's, like that. That, uh-huh. that's uh the one I mentioned. Yeah, but, uh, I don't know what variety, but they are that shape, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, the pretty prettiest ones I ever grew as far as uh uniformity and and uh color is concerned was in a container. Yeah, that's how a, I do it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I grew them in a, in a uh, pa- pail or in a huh? In a pail or what kind yeah, of container? Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was actually a uh, straw basket. That oh, I, okay. yeah, you know, I used to grow them we, in everything. We get the the large water. Uh, they're they're like they're like whiskey barrels when you cut them. Oh into, yeah, and I Gr- used to do, green, do most of my they? gardening in those. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Malcolm, because Malcolm. of the sand. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, if you, uh, I bet they'd go well in the sand. Have you ever tried any in the sand? Oh yes, I, I put half sand and half uh, 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 potting soil or something in these uh, buckets, but it helps for watering not to have complete sand. So. There you go. You know yeah, what you're doing. It holds down the there. water. Yeah. You, you grow uh, some Jerry, strawberries, don't you? Uh, I don't grow strawberries because too many people around here do, and it's easy to there get. There you go. 
But I do have something new that I've started, Jerry, and I was wondering about how you could, how your suggestion. I started growing tree collards. Have you ever, do you know anything about tree collards? Tree collards. Tree collards. Calvin says no. Where'd you get the seed? Uh, They're not seeds, they're cuttings that I got from California. There's a tree collard project going on at one of the universities. (laughs) And they sent me, and these things produced for 20 years. Hmm. 20 years they'll produce collards, and collards are so good. (laughs) Yeah, after about 10 years, you'll be pulling them up. Oh, really? You don't need them to last 20 years. Sweet taters and collards. Uh, There you go. That's perfect food, right? I've never heard of a tree collard. You never well, heard of tree collards? No. Well, so, so we need well, to get the tree collard people on here. <laughs> tree collard project is is the name of the uh, uni- uh, university in California that have started this, and it's a it's the new food item, and it, they they grow sometimes six feet tall. The collards. Wow. That's why they call them tree collards. I'm amazed with them. I've read so much about them. And I really want to get them started. There are people that grow them here in Texas, but oh, more right? in California. Uh-huh. And how are you doing with yours? Well, they're just starting to root, so okay. I, I'll let you know in about a year. <laughs> All right. You'll have to take pictures of them. Yeah, do, do, don't, I, don't bother to bring me any, okay? No. Uh, oh, no. no. He's not a green, you're <laughs> not even a green eats, person. <laughs> he does not even eat sweet potatoes. Uh, <laughs> uh, and how do, you, how do you prepare your sweet potatoes before we go to the next caller? I do not like anything sweet on them. I just use butter and salt. There you go. That's All right. Or, you... or I roast them in the oven. Either way. Calvin and I agree with you. That's Jer- all I do. Jerry's I never putting... put marshmallows on them. That's yeah, Jerry's putting them. marshmallows, sugar, <laughs> brown sugar, molasses, uh, and, uh, and Rem- butter. Remember this, this uh, lady. Butter. <laughs> this lady is growing tree collards. I know. It's I exciting. know. Okay, you're laughing right, so, now, but someday. Thank someday you. Someday. <laughs> don't, be, don't be bringing me any plants. <laughs> Take care, Sally. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Thank Bye-bye. You. James Bye-bye. is on the line at 210-308-8867. Got a comment and a question. What's going on, James? Hey, I hope y'all can hear me. I think I got connectivity issues here this morning or this afternoon. Sounds good. Yeah, you sound great. Okay, hey, in the back in the 80s, my mother-in-law, she taught me how to make her sweet potato casserole, I guess you would call it. Oh, yeah. So. So even every year Thanksgiving, my job, amongst others, is making the sweet potato casserole. And uh, anyway, it's really good. Lots okay. of butter. Lots of, lots there of butter. There you lots go. Of butter, lots, lots of, of butter. butter. And lots of brown sugar. Dark brown sugar. That's, that's Jerry's recipe, yeah. Is that oh, it? That, maybe she got it from it? him. Where's your no, wife? No, no, no. Where, where is she from? Uh, she's from Moore, Texas, just south okay. of Divine. Okay. Yeah, yeah I know where Moore uh, is. Yeah, that's I'm going to be planted in more in the family plot there one day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Anyway, yeah, I'm going to I got a question. I only planted two tomatoes this year and both in containers, and one is the rodeo tomato and the other is early girl because I really like that tomato and it's hard to find it seems like and I ran across one. But this one particular tomato plant right after I got it and I got them early, or probably early March. 
it declined, and I thought I was going to lose it, but it's come back, and now it's it's lush and everything. It's got some fruit on it, maybe uh, quarter size or better. Yeah. Um, and it's real lush, so it's come back, and it's loaded with the blooms, but since it's an early girl, I mean, is it going to make with tomatoes more with this heat, or what's on it? I think, you'll probably, I think you'll probably get more tomatoes on the rodeo tomato than you will yeah. on the early girl. But uh, it's it's a medium-sized fruit. It's a, I mean, it's not a huge fruit. But, uh, right. It, oh, it, I, love, I love the tomatoes. Yeah, yeah it, it has a... It has, it, it'll, it'll make some, but uh, I don't know if this 90-degree weather keeps up or 100 degree weather keeps up i don't know whether it's supposed to break this week or not i can find out but um it, it should have some tomatoes but not a, not as many yeah. as a rodeo tomato i don't think yeah it's got some but they're small and i'm just wondering since it's loaded with the blooms if it's going to set more fruit or yeah. the just I, 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 I think the heat's going to probably decrease your uh, production but the ones that you've already got set uh, should go ahead and mature. Will it will it go through the summer and into the fall? I understand it's is it is it indeterminate type tomato? Um, it's no. kind of it's kind of semi-determinate. We we grew it. Uh, let's see, one of my volunteers used to love to talk about early girl, and. Uh, when I first came, uh, Mr. Fannick, that was his favorite tomato, oh, early okay. girl. Yeah, that's it's, a good one. Yeah. But uh, I, I, it doesn't get big like a big boy or better boy or some of those indeterminate types. So I, I would call it a semi-determinate. Okay. Almost well, like a celebrity or something. Yeah, but if you, if you will go ahead and... Uh, you know, when it begins to decline in the, in July or so, uh, yes. cut it back. Cut it in. Cut it in half. Cut it in half. And should I move it like in in the hot months into the shade, since it's in a like a half whiskey barrel? Would that help yeah. it out? Till you it? could do that. Yeah. Do, okay. Get, That's get, if you got morning sun and afternoon shade, that'll that'll help it out. Well, that's where it's at now. It gets uh, shade starting about four o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. a hard, All right. Hard. Okay. okay. Thank you, James. Good luck to you. You take All right, care. Thank you. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Alvin is on the line. Hey there, Alvin. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Thank you, sir, for my call. I just sure. want to make a comment uh, on sweet potatoes. Wrap them in full after you wash them. And cook your chicken or your brisket or whatever you're going to cook on the grill. And, man, you don't need no butter. You don't need no sugar or no marshmallows, nothing. You're all right. My next question is this. Yeah. (laughs) Years ago, you could go to the grocery store and buy some pinto beans, throw them in the garden, and you'd have some green beans. I love green pinto beans as green beans. Yeah. Except they're uh, stringy. But <laughs> yeah. somebody said you need a soil inoculant. Now, I don't know. I want the opinion of both degree doctors on this. 
Well, uh, a soil what? Inoculants, oh. like uh, rhizobium. Okay. Uh, uh, the uh, the deal with that is well, well, obviously they'll produce without that, especially especially if you fertilize them. The only thing that uh, inoculums do is uh, maybe take take a little nitrogen out of the air, and uh, but you don't get the plant, plant, future plants don't get it to use that nitrogen that's taken out of the air unless you uh, shred and uh, put the uh, plants back into the soil. Now, uh, so it. And the inoculums are specific. In other words, to, to the variety of bean that you're growing and even to the variety of uh, blue bonnets that you're growing. They have uh, rhizobium too. But uh, some people say that uh, you can <laughs> that blue bonnets won't germinate or grow without the rhizobium. That was back when the first first liars were gospel okay so uh we've grown a lot in sterilized mixed uh blue bonnets and sterilized mix so it it doesn't hurt to have the rhizobium if you know that uh, they're doing a minimum benefit but yeah they, they a lot of times people that sell uh or companies that sell uh, the seed, uh, maybe uh, catalogs that sell the seed, will also uh, sell the rhizobium, uh, the inoculant they call it. But uh, how how well that suits the variety or the selection of, of bean you're growing uh, leaves open to discussion. Calvin. You, you agree with that? You're okay with that? Oh, no, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's just a, okay. it's an elaborate. Okay. Uh, go ahead. Okay, both you guys, I got some sweet potatoes I bought. I, uh, I put some rooting hormone on them because they had a, one root or maybe two roots on them and put them in a pot with potting soil. Out of three, I've got one to put out some shoots. I also got one in water with two ticks. There which you I go. started last week. Okay. Alrighty. That'll uh, that'll that'll work. And uh, what what the one in water just let the shoots uh, or what we call slips uh, get uh, eight or ten inches long, and then yes, cut, them, cut them in half and uh, stick them in the ground. Without okay. No, with no roots. That's what I need. That's what I need to know. Thank you, sir. And both of you are experts. I appreciate listening to you every well, Sunday. Well, we appreciate you calling and saying such nice things. Yeah, especially uh, oh, how correct you are on that sweet potato thing in the yeah. grill. <laughs> okay. By that the way, you yeah. can, you can tell that that's what town. Milton's thinking about. That's all I'm thinking about now, ever since Marty's call. What's that? By the what? way. I live in Wilson County, where the stickers grow. Oh, that's their slogan, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> go, gophers, gophers eat sweet potatoes too. Did you know uh, that? No, I did not well, know that. Let them eat them. Oh, wait let a minute. Thank you, and have a great day. <laughs> Thank you, sir. You take care. Bye now. Thanks, Alvin.
All right, we got uh, David on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, David. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing? Doing fine, thank you. How can we help I, you? Uh, uh, wild olive cuttings. I uh, have several trees in my yard, and I wanted to start you know, some of them for my daughter. Could you guide me in that? What kind of trees? I just saw olive. wild olive trees. They, they get those pretty white blooms. Remember oh, they oh yeah. Olive Mexican olive. Yeah. yeah. In front of the Alamo for so long. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where where do you live? Uh, I live in uh, in Jordanton, Texas. Oh town. yeah, okay, down south. Uh, I hate to hate to discourage you, but uh, uh, <laughs> I've tried to root those things from good new cuttings and uh, everything else, and used to uh, harmonizing in a greenhouse in a mist bed. And I haven't had much luck rooting them. I probably stuck uh, 60 cuttings and uh, maybe one rooted, one or two rooted. Now, the good news is that some nurseries now have them, yeah. including Millburgers. There's big ones. Sometimes you can eat Mexican olives. I got two. Just big ones? Big ones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but in the old days, we used to used to be very hard to find them in. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, the old native the native plant uh, <laughs> uh, pers- uh, persons would have them, and then you'd. It's not very fast growing. No. So growing not. operations grow what they can sell thousands of and turn quickly. They grow very few things that they can sell tens of, and take a long time to grow. Oh yeah. And like I said, I bet right. they're not getting high percentage of rooting. On those. I don't know. I never talked to a commercial nursery that tried to root them. But anyway, uh, that's my experience now. Once you get them in the ground, you're pretty. They're pretty <laughs> invincible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you want, if you want to try some, uh, get just take uh, take four to six inch cuttings. And uh, dip them in rooting hormone immediately after you take the cutting, and uh, grow them like you would grow a rose. So greenwood or yeah. brownwood? Greenwood. Uh, okay. It's it's a new growth after they've the new growth has hardened a little bit, and then then grow them like you would a rose uh, in perlite. Uh, the, that uh, to root them and root perlite because they'll rot otherwise and uh, grow them okay. like you would grow a rose. Keep them in the shade and uh, take a lot of cuttings and hope you hope you okay. get a good percentage. Okay. One one more question: What's the best way and cheapest way to repel a dozen cats out of your yard? <laughs> Do I? I want to repel buy. cats from coming in my yard. There's like, there's a dozen of them that come in the, ha- in the yard. So I'm oh, my gosh. Keep them out. Buying a, a, live, a li- live trap and relocate. Uh, if, they're going yeah. in your flower, if you're going in your flower beds, then the answer would be pecan shell mulch. And I got too many flower beds. Would, would cayenne pepper work? I don't know if that would be any cheaper. But uh, if, you lift their t- if you lift their tails and put that kind... Pepper, pepper up there. 
Whatever. Uh, no, that'll I'll work. Give that a shot. You are not making any, co- you are not back. making friends with the cats people. <laughs> on this show. I've heard one other thing. Oh, okay. And it's not any better than that. Oh dear. Uh, Pecan shell mulch is the best. Uh, what about the lava rock? It's not pokey. Oh, okay. It's poke their feet. Okay. Um, <laughs> but your idea on the, the the trapping and I wonder where where are you again? Were you in Jordan? Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, I wonder if there's a yeah. feral cat coalition type thing there. They'll if you trap them, they'll I think they'll but they take them and bring them back or they I don't remember. I, I don't know. There's but bound yeah, to be they, they take they they catch them and then bring them back to your neighborhood. <laughs> so, okay. So the other thing could be some fun. It, 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 it might work. It might not. But to get one of those high-pressured water guns that the kids use to play around the swimming pools. Yeah. And every right. time you see one, you start hitting him with it, and maybe they'll want to be somewhere else. It won't hurt him, <laughs> but he certainly won't like it. So I'll say there's, there's I, should, I shouldn't tell my nutbird story. No, do no, not no. tell that again. <laughs> not again. No. All righty. We well, lost the listener. Cayenne pepper, cayenne pepper or mothballs don't work, then. If you if you no no he's not going to do that use it like a stop uh, it uh, animal Trace does the cayenne pepper uh, <laughs> not very well. okay there you go and hey. mothballs going to choke you out just as much. Uh, okay so in fact my wife's actually allergic to mothballs is that right my my uh, my neighbor had an issue was putting mothballs over didn't didn't affect the cat any but sure put me, <laughs> uh, almost put my, sick. almost put my wife in the hospital oh my oh, gosh oh lord okay I, I always feel sorry for those moths when they. You know, you oh, stop ball. it. All right. Thank you, David. <laughs> what? Thank you. A little mothball, a little full of mothball. All right. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Uh, talking about things we sell at Millburgers. There's the Tree Hugger Sprinklers, winner of the 2021 Pinnacle Award of the best new product at the National Hardware Store. The Tree Hugger Sprinkler is a unique product that allows you to hug the base of the tree uh, with the 7 inch, the 11 inch, or the 15 inch uh, tree hugger, depending on how big the caliper of the tree is. And then you use the uh, the this, you control the, how much water goes through it as to how far you want the sprinkler to water. So if you want to water the uh, the root ball, you can do that. And if you want to try to water further out, you can do that too. So uh, check it out. Millburgers has them. And right now, as far as I know, they're the only one in San Antonio that has them. And um, uh, where are they in the store? They are by the other sprinklers. That makes sense. Duh. Which is... Uh, Few and far between, because that's a, an item that's in shorted, short supply. Oh, so, okay. Uh, we've got like two other, three other styles of sprinklers, and I've seen people buy this to be just a regular sprinkler. Yeah, that makes sense, too. Yeah. No, you can. It's very versatile. 
So it's, you can learn more at treehuggersprinklers.com, treehuggersprinklers.com, but you can get it right here at Millburgers, and you'll get it at the better price, actually online, not online, but here at Millburgers. Uh, so it's a good deal. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Yeah, you missed a sweet potato talk while you were wandering around. Okay. People, people were, it's, it's always amazes me what kind of gets people calling in, which is great. So we were talking about sweet potatoes. Now, do you have anything besides the vines? Do you have any edible? No. Okay. And and a lot of people don't know this, but oh, uh, that's that's always a scary beginning. <laughs> our, our our buddy that's uh, down in Wilson County. A lot of people don't know that one sweet sweet potato a week will furnish all the uh, vitamin A and nutrients that a gopher needs is that for, right for a week so you'll have the healthiest gophers in the country in the in the county probably. they don't stop with one milton uh, oh okay they, so you'll they, have really they didn't hear the instructions one per week uh, oh yeah they don't know that no they don't know that. okay <laughs> what so. is that what is that university he went to <laughs> oh, which one the, the, guy, the, the guy that was uh oh talking, uh, talking about the gophers Cherry. Oh, oh, I know. No, I didn't know he went to Kansas. No, you, you, oh. Mississippi State, yeah, and then Kansas, the state. but not Jayhawk, Kansas State. Okay. Yeah, right. Okay. The agriculture. So, are you suggesting that the? Yeah, they have. They, this is what he learned there. Yeah, they're, they're, we'll probably get some calls and saying, uh, <laughs> uh, "Don't." Are you sure he went to our university? Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm just wondering how they did that test. <laughs> did they, did they, they go, ask the, the gopher, gopher, or they only fed him one a week? What, what? I don't know, Jerry. How did they? Uh... Well, they they plant the sweet potatoes. They what? They plant the sweet potatoes. Then the gopher eats just one uh, a day. It, well, yeah, but uh, the sweet potato root, right? So it takes for a while to grow a root large enough for the a gopher to get. I see. No, uh, I think he's making this uh, up. I'm, I'm wondering what the control is. Do they have a fat gopher and a skinny gopher? Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, because they have the. If it's experiment, they got to have the. They may live to be a hundred years is, old. Is this peer reviewed? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Peer yeah. or. Peer. Oh peer. Peer. Okay. <laughs> All right. What else is going on, Trace? What else are you proud of here that uh, we we've been talking about that you have more of the Rio Grande Gold, sweet and uh, hot. Yes, yeah. we do. We got we're Pepper Central. We understand. <laughs> David did a great job. So I yesterday, heard. yeah. So I heard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we are real Grande Gold Pepper, and uh, Lajo Pepper Central yeah. too. And we got lots of um, Monarch Butterfly or Butterfly ammunition here, tropical milkweeds and. Yeah, uh, watch how you flower. say that, because uh, this one over here, oh, ammunition. Oh, who me? For yeah. which one? Well, he said butterfly ammunition. Oh, <laughs> I'm shocked Jerry didn't jump in there. Oh, okay. Never, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. That's what, okay. Uh, have we got uh, anything else there? The, the tropical okay. milkweed lo- really yeah, looks butterfly good. Butterfly weed. I mean, there's lots of stuff that they like, that uh, whirling butterfly, the gara. Yeah. No, there's porter weed here somewhere. Trace is looking yeah. on the, the left-hand lots side of, of your lots radio Lots of now. different and, and I did order some red porter weed. Ooh. It, it won't be cheap, Uh-oh. but I got some Uh-oh. red coming. Red's right. coming. When, when's your estimate? Uh, Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, gosh. Calvin's going to camp out here. That's okay. <laughs> Just don't get sticker shock. 
those are, I'm impressed how many blooms are on that pavonia there, rock rose. If you like that, you got to look at the three gallons. There's probably uh, well, 50 blooms open on each three gallon. Down here? Yep. Down here yeah. I saw those. They are impressive. You usually don't, I, I usually don't think of pavonia being uh, that, producing that many blooms at once. But uh, the uh, bees like, like them pretty Well, and of course our butterflies do too. Yeah, yeah. Should I look that up and in my book tough. from they're tough. from 1909 to see if Pavonia is on there? Ah. No, Milton. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be on. I'm so excited. I got two new books off of the Internet. Uh, the, uh, is that book from the same university that Jerry went to? Or? No, this is, this is the Texas Agricultural Experiment. There you go. I don't know what that is as compared to the extension. but It's research. Okay. Uh, it's from 1909. I can tell you all about it's Jerry's which, diary. <laughs> oh, you and Dennis keep picking on poor Jerry and his age. Uh, walking out of here with that citrus. Yeah. Citrus is a great Mother's Day gift. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, you, know, you know what you could do? I'm still thinking about those... Uh, White uh, porter weed, oh. those red porter weed, and uh, you could get a gift certificate for your uh, Mother's Day gift for your if you've got if your spouse or your grandmother uh, is into the butterflies and she's been anxiously waiting for the porter weed, just get a, a gift certificate or just get on the list and get, and get her that uh, porter weed when it comes because that's hard to. Hard to beat that in terms of uh, of attracting the the butterflies that we're talking about. Yeah. I do have purple in stock. Yeah. yeah, the purples have started to bloom now too. Uh, the the uh, so that's a, that's a good sign. It was great when you got both the purple and the red blooming, yeah. along with the milkweed and the, of course the mist flower. And uh, well, there's some one other plant there that it's got. I think that starts with a Z. There's uh, zinnias. No, oh. I've never heard of this. Talk, tell us a little bit about it. But uh, that's <laughs> those are all. All those plants we're mentioning are all-star uh, pollinator attractors, and then the, the zinnia has the added attraction in that the, the seed eaters. I was just uh, noticing how the uh, lesser goldfinches are everywhere uh, oh, right right thank now. Goodness. And there, uh, they did something uh, for that lesser. I know. And zinnias. So is there uh, a greater goldfinch? I think so. I American was, uh, goldfinch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we we just assume it's greater because it's American. American. America goldfinch. But uh, so, so there. Uh, that's that's pretty well. That's a great list of uh, plants. Well, well zinnias too work in your cut flower garden, so uh, you can't go wrong with uh, them. And uh, got them on the seed rack, and uh, also, what's that uh, that uh, tougher uh, zinnias uh, that you like? Well, I, I I like linearis, but I'm not sure I have that one. You ha- you had the one with the small, the small blooms. Uh, yeah, the native. The, the it starts with the P. Profusion. Profusion, yeah. <laughs> that profusion is. Uh, it's not as showy, and it doesn't make as good a cut flowers, but the uh, butterflies like it, and the other pollinators, too. So that's that's available at this time, too. And, Trace, what are people asking when they're coming in? 
Right, is there anything? Because remember, it was, it was grass for a while. Oh, you haven't been in. I haven't been uh, answering yeah. much of those questions. They were asking, where's Trace? Yeah, yeah. where's Trace, <laughs> that son of a gun? Uh, Mary was helping some people yesterday. She was doing a great job. Uh, everybody was actually, in your absence, they were doing a terrific job. So we, we were watching for you. Thank you. Yeah, what should they be doing now? Let's maybe I should tri- uh are they, are they, is it pre-emergent time? Is it just? Well, there's no wrong pre-emergent time. Oh, okay. They have missed the optimum window. Uh, it's getting close to sticker burr pre-emergent time. So okay. End of May, early June uh, would be the time to address stickers for the th- third time of the year. Second time and then there's yeah. another one in the fall. But uh, it's the only, the only thing I can safely say needs a pre-emergent three times a year. Hey, so I have a weird question. So I bought some sod. To no, wait a minute. You do? Uh-huh. That's a surprise. What's new? I know. <laughs> so I bought some sod here a couple okay. weeks ago, and we put it down, and we've been watering it, and it's growing. Did you plant it green side up? You know, y'all need to tell people that. <laughs> no, I did plant the green side right. up. Just checking. And so my temptation is thinking that it will somehow benefit it. It's, it, it's getting kind of long. It's getting high. You should have mowed it the second it needed it. Really? Sure. Okay. Don't let it get higher thinking. I thought the roots did something of it. In my mind, grass is like hair. Uh, the more you cut it, the faster it grows. Okay. So that'll stimulate the growth rather than. Okay. So well, that's okay. I can still cut it. I cut the, cut it this morning. I can still cut it. I heard well, a, lot, a lot of people cutting the lawn this morning. Yeah. Including, including me. Oh, you did too? Okay. Yeah. Well, the, it also, when you got that taller grass, when it's 100 degrees out, it complicates the plant's uh, survival mm. mechanisms there. It's got to try to keep uh, water from that limited new root system up, spread in those uh, those new shoots. So if you can, uh, how, how often have you been watering yours, Milton? Um, uh, Laura waters, waters it by hand every morning, and then on our water day we water it. Oh, that's good. That's yeah, good. we're taking care of it. It looks so good. It'll progressively get more water and less often. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, deeper water. Okay. Yeah, but it's looking good. I'm shocked. <laughs> then the area that uh, that was bare before now looks good. So we need to probably get some more. But I, I understand the. it's best to come early for the side, early Gra- in the day. Grass is like our toilet paper. Uh-oh. Yeah, gosh, what's the what's the punchline here? That is the punchline. Yeah. Do you not remember the toilet paper frenzy? Yeah. Oh. Okay. So grass is a frenzy like that every morning. Okay. <laughs> they want to get it and put it out before it gets extremely hot. I got a question on grass. Okay. Well, talk talk on the mic so we can hear you and hear you and your question. No. I'll, I'll move it for you. <laughs> there you go. Go for it. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, anyway, it's from Central Florida, and this uh, lady, uh, this guy writes, uh, I just brought a house with what I believe is St. Augustine grass. Uh-huh. Probably a good guess there in Florida. <laughs> I said, I have a weed killer, author Weed Be Gone, that made the trip here from here from Kansas City where I moved from. It says it's okay for St. Augustine grass, excepting the Floritam variety. That on your website, I saw some photos and an explanation of the difference between Floritam and other varieties. I'm colorblind, (laughs) 
am unsure if the runners are purple and brown color or brown just a brown color some of the roots are whitish like others look darker but uh, that could be quite due to the soil i'm attaching some photos most of which were taken outside in the sunlight and one taken inside on a white counter this guy's a good one and as much light as I can muster. Can you confirm that this is a Floritan variety? And what else can you tell me about how much you should water it, uh, it should receive, and how often to fertilize it, and Goodness. what type of fertilizer and weed killer? Man. I can spray on it. Thank you in advance. Do you want to answer this after the break? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. But before we go to break, real quick, I want to tell you about Second Nature Compost Soil and Mulch. If you've got a big project coming up and you need those items, if you need good mulch, soil, uh, compost, check out Second Nature right there on Nelson Road, 8449 Nelson Road. Uh, these guys are doing a great job. I called on Friday. They've got lots of customers that are coming uh, because they're hearing about them for the first time, and they're coming and coming again. They've been on the air since March, and they're getting a lot of people uh, just uh, that are ordering it and having it delivered, or they're visiting their Nelson, Lo- Ro- Nelson Road location. You go to the website, which is txcompost.com, txcompost.com, and not only will you find out about the different soils uh, and compost and mulch, but you'll find client testimonials. You'll find the project calculator, which I think is good, too, and you'll find out about how they're giving back to the community, like their help of the San Antonio Botanical Garden. That's txcompost.com, or give them a call. They're open tomorrow at 8 o'clock, 210-960-6440. 210-960-6440 for Second Nature Compost Soil and Mulch. Back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Kids are different today. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Hey, one more thing, real quick. Talked about Spider-Man termite and pest control. If it's bugging you, uh, and, or if you can get this as a Mama's Day gift, if you know Mama is afraid of afraid to go in the kitchen because she's going to see ants, afraid to go in the backyard because it's full of mosquitoes, afraid to, to walk on the grass because it's full of fleas and ticks, call Spider-Man termite and pest control. They'll help you out. They've been doing this since 1976. They've been your web of protection. And Warren and the gang do a terrific job. Uh, Give them a call, uh, 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721. Or check them out online where you'll find their reviews about the Care mosquito trapping system uh, and much, much more. That's GoSpiderManPest.com, GoSpiderManPest.com. You'll enjoy working with them, and you'll enjoy their, their approach toward helping your home stay pest-free. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Can we, before Jerry goes on, uh, Oh yeah, he's going to talk can we about remind uh, everybody about the June 4th uh, tomato contest? Okay, is that definite, Trace? Yes. Oh, good, okay. So go, if, you, tomato if you want more, yeah, if you want more information, get it, go to the... Uh, PlantAnswers.com. The key to being real successful is to, well, to that, display. Yeah. 
And so and you got plenty of time to get prepared for it. The tomatoes are are setting in your garden and uh, this I is think. the original top yes, tomato the original contest top too. Tomato there, contest. there are some wannabes out there, but yeah. this is the original. <laughs> but the uh, and then you'll have uh, all the rules and prizes. I, I know I went over them with Stacy, so the I'm pretty sure it's either on our website or in the very near future on okay. the website. I'm going to look. All right. But, yeah, it's a fun contest. People really get into that. Are the prizes going to be the same as uh, past years? Yes. Okay. All right. That, that's yeah, pretty great that's prizes. generous. Yeah. Like three, first, Ooh, second, third, and each category, every, in yeah. every category. Well, the, the, the big one in my mind is the participation. All you got to do is try. You yeah, show you up with something, and you try, and you're going to get a $10 participation gift. Yeah. And, uh, so they and could really, with the blood drive at the same time, they could really load up on yeah. some gift certificates. <laughs> Heavy, heaviest or the largest tomato, uh, th- three of the most uh, the common large toma- tomatoes, cherry tomatoes. Um, are we going to do have that? Uh, Vegetable basket, yes. Oh, that'll be cool, too. Okay. Check that out, yeah. I've got... Uh, oh, wait, David Rodriguez is going to be here that day. He's a judge. He's a judge. Oh. We love to give David hell He'll be he speaking about some mistake. Color pants, crepe myrtles, and more. <laughs> David doesn't make mistakes. <laughs> That's what he tells us. I know. How could he be wrong? <laughs> All right, Trey. Uh, Anything else we want to throw yeah, in? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll uh, put... Put all the rules and pictures from uh, previous uh, yeah. events of the. I got some pictures of uh, little Ann Schiller out there. Uh-huh. She used to supervise it, and uh, I'll put them on PlantAnswers.com under the uh, on uh, uh, topics of the month. Okay. All right. Sounds good. And uh, go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn more about it. It's yeah. not up there yet, but it will be. Plus, it's going to be on the uh, Millburgers yeah. Yeah. website, too. Jerry's uh, Plant Answers is more about the rules, but how to yeah tips yeah. and tricks, best practices for participation, too. There you go. Which is, he was reading it when you were helping those people there, too. <laughs> you know, the judging is just like uh, all the FFA judging and stuff were like chickens. Oh, is that right? It is. So if you're grading chickens, you could have the best chicken and two so-so chickens, and you stand oh. no chance. <laughs> so same thing on tomatoes. You could have the best tomato, but two other tomatoes that are so-so, and you stand no chance. Yeah. So <laughs> uniformity, uniformity is key. People can't resist having two medium-sized and putting that big one that they're oh. in there. Now, the big one is still capable of winning its own prize. Yeah. Yeah. But uniformity, uh, it's all about packaging. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they need to have consistent packaging. So they want consistent sizes of tomatoes. Yeah. And they can be green tomatoes even. Yeah. Some years, every one that we Mm -hmm. show is is, is green. I've got got some good pictures of the uh, tables lined out with the plants. I, I still think we should have a pepper eating contest. Oh, that's Not right. Eating. No. <laughs> yes. We should. We should have a pepper eating contest. Yeah, yeah but. Do you want to have it the same day? Uh, or maybe later? No. We'll, we'll, when we'll, would they be? Uh... We'll, yeah, it'd have to be the same day. We need, oh. we need David here to judge it. Oh, poor David. <laughs> Does David eat hot peppers like you do? I, I don't know. Okay. I don't think so. But I, I can always be a sidekick and I'll taste them for him. Uh. Okay. 
But, so, all right, we'll but if, if we have several entries, by the time they get to the second or third entry, eating those hot peppers, if they're hot like some people bring in, it's going to be interesting to see how hot this hot LaJoe is. Yeah. Well, if, I, if I don't break a sweat, it can't win. Right. No, that's the key. People be just giving, tra- give Trace a pepper. How long does it take you to break a sweat? <laughs> uh, 30, 45 seconds probably. Oh, it. yeah, that's easy then. So, so they'll just watch you. <laughs> Maybe we can video it. Uh, <laughs> Podcast it. There, there you, you go. go. Okay. They, uh, but what do you do after you eat one sample, Trace? Do you eat? Yeah, how do wait, you, how wait about 20 minutes and do it again. Okay. Wait. Eat some bread. Oh, bread Bread helps? Yeah, bread will, bread uh, definitely helps. Okay. Ice cream? Milk? Uh, bread. Okay. Bread or milk. Yeah, milk would help. Okay. That's going to be warm, so I'm not sure milk is a good idea. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> All right, okay. go ahead and finish your story. What story? You were talking about the this, this same. Oh, don't, don't was remind me. Oh, yeah, no, you already talked about that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm sorry, Calvin. <laughs> well, no, because no, we didn't finish it of what chemical to use. Oh, okay. And was it Floratam? Uh, was it Floratam? Yes. Well, he doesn't know. He wants me right, to right, but, identify. But aren't you right. looking at the picture? Yeah, I got five pictures. All right. But uh, and I think the the stem is is extremely large on Floratam, the between the nose. And he sent me some that had this large stem with it. A run, he, runner. He, but wait, I'm confused. Did he send you color pictures? No. Oh, okay. But uh, I, I couldn't see the colors in there. Oh, okay. Well, he had no idea he didn't send color pictures. That's true. Yeah, but this, the stems on about two or three pictures looks like Floratine. Oh, okay. But uh, some of the stems are, uh, stems are very small uh, or smaller than the big one. But uh, that's probably not Floratam. He may have a mix of variety. Now, the, the uh, you've got to follow the label variety, label thing. Floratam so wide, it can take in enough of that 2,4-D to actually damage it. Yeah. Well. So what did you recommend? <laughs> I haven't written okay. them back. I quickly ran it over here to put it on there. So well, I, I would have recommended atrazine. Okay. I tell him not to use what he's got, and use unless he does an experiment first. Yeah. But uh, atrazine. Okay. Uh, but but I, I, atrazine is the active ingredient, is there? Yeah. Yes. Any any product names you're familiar with? Uh, ours is generic, says so atrazine. Uh-huh. Um, I'm sure there's a brand name. But let me think. High yield. High yield. But uh, there are. I'm sure other. Manufacturers have something too. Jerry's writing this down on the radio. There you go. Uh, but but atrazine also screws up Bermuda. So if there's any Bermuda out there, he's uh, he's not gonna like what happens to it. Well, he want he wants uh, to encourage his. Uh, uh, I, I know I know that, but if there's Bermuda out there, he's gonna think he screwed up his St. Augustine. Oh. <laughs> Oh, he might not know that it's Bermuda. Right. Okay. Good point. The uh, 
But I was, I, you know, that when that label first came out, uh, of course, I, I'm a big proponent of floor time, of course. But uh, I was, I said, that doesn't sound reasonable because uh, floor time is. I tough. just wonder why it's only Florida. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I was talking to Arthur Milberger, who has some nurseries named that after. Oh, how nice! And. Uh, <laughs> He he keeps up with all this grass stuff, or did keep up with. And he all does the listen grass to the stuff. show, so be careful. Yeah, and uh, he said that that label requirement was put on that that product during after a drought uh, damaged the Floridian grass, which they use a lot of in Florida, and uh, they sued the manufacturer. And made him put that on the label, but it, the only reason it reacted with Floritan during that drought was because it was stressed and it was during a drought. But uh, it's on the label, so you got to do that, I guess. That's but, never stopped you before. No, nah, no. Uh, but knowing that, knowing the origin of that recommendation or de-recommendation de-recommenda- uh, I, I think you could use ortho weed be gone if uh, if you wanted to with, with caution there but uh, Trey said high yield atrazine uh, would definitely not uh, hurt floratam but it wouldn't mess up Bermuda? No, it will mess up Bermuda. So it kills the broadleaf weeds, and it's in, it really upsets Bermuda. Well, would that be a good thing to do? It depends on whether he has Bermuda or not, I mean, or if he wants it. or You know, one of the main questions we so get Scott's is... Scott's had an issue years ago Uh-oh. with one of their weed and feeds. Okay. And it had atrazine in it, and they're marketing it here. Well, you know... Half the yards are or more are Bermuda. Yeah. So. But we get a lot of questions about how to get Bermuda out of St. Augustine. Water it and mow it, but yes, technically this would be the answer too. There you go. I never knew that. This is this is a good program to listen to. I'm glad you're listening. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to add that to our repertoire of. Uh, okay. But so it 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 kills Bermuda. Or? It hurts Bermuda. Hurts them, and maybe that would. Let and it is th- much thicker, and they cannot use it out of a hose-in sprayer. They have oh, to wow. use a tank sprayer. And to best of my recollection, it should be mixed with warm water. That shouldn't be hard right now, but yeah, um, kind of like how sugar dissolves in in warm tea better than it does cold tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so it's thick, so it's got to make it through that sprayer. So it's my understanding, warm water better than cold water. Wow, be careful, Milt, that you don't get your atrazine instead of your tea. I know. (laughs) I'll be careful. I don't think Milton uses sugar. I do not. I try to avoid it. That's why I'm not putting on my sweet potato. (laughs) But uh, Jerry insists that you should put a box of brown sugar (laughs) <laughs> tub of butter peanut butter too I wonder how peanut butter and sweet potato would go together 
All right, you can call us next week and tell us that. We have just about run out of time. Uh, Millburgers can help you today till 5, right, to get that Mother's Day gift? Yes. And uh, it's 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And we will help you next week with your gardening questions on Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Thanks to Al for doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 a.m. The Answer. Breaking news. Stimulating talk. 930 a.m. The Answer. KLUP. Terrell Hills, San Antonio. Stick with us. You won't miss a thing. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Jason Walker. Texas Republican Senator John Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>